Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. And this morning, we continue our vision series as we talk about what it means for us as God's vision for His church, particularly for His vision for us here at Holy Savior, how we express that vision as we gather, grow, and go. Gather, grow, and go. And we've talked about what it means for us to gather as God's people. We talked about how in today's society, today's culture, there are many who have a sense of isolation and loneliness that's growing within our culture, and we want to buck that trend. We want to buck that trend and make sure that we create a place where we can gather together with real people. You like real people? Yeah, yeah real people like us. People who are not perfect. People who have questions and doubts, who have struggles, people who have good days and bad days, you know, that's real people. And we gather with real people, that we gather with real people that we can express that, greatest way we can express that is in love for one another. As Jesus said, they don't know you are Christians, they'll know you are my followers by your what? By your love. And as we gather together, we also grow. So we create the space we can grow to be the person that God has designed us to be. Think again about Ephesians you know, 2, 8, 9, and 10. You know, we're saved by grace, not by anything we have done, so that we are created, we are God's workmanship, we are his masterpiece for the good works that he's created us to do. Then we create a place where we can go grow together. And we talked about those small groups. We reintroduced this idea of small groups for us here, different than what we've had in the past, but also where we have the opportunity and more like a coaching session of seeing how are some of these areas can I grow in my faith and being in Scripture and, and being in prayer and, and, and loving others and, and serving others and being generous as my God has been generous with me. And then today we're going to begin talking about what it means for us to go. As we do that, I got a question for you. And the question is this Are you ready? Well, you, don't, you guys do not sound excited at all. Yes, I'm ready. All right, Tim is ready to go. Are you ready? Yes. Good. Right, and what are you ready for? You have no idea. You just agreed. I'm ready. Sweet. Oh, I'm so glad you're ready. You know, that's a great question. Are you ready? Yes. You know, if I want to be really ornery, I get our puppy Rocky up, you know, a little golden doodle. He's a miniature golden doodle, about 22 pounds. Get him up early in the morning. I've done this a few times. I get myself in trouble. Because you can say those words, are you ready? You can whisper the words, are you ready? And he gets so excited because he knows what that means. And usually we're sitting on the couch. He goes flying up off the couch over the love seat, the backside of that. And he's at the bedroom door because that means he gets to see mom. He gets to see my wife. And I, at 5.30 in the morning, she's still sleeping. You know, I'm the only one that's crazy enough to be up at 5.30 in the morning, get the puppy up. But he's excited. Are you ready? He's, oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. And he runs inside. He finds the dirty, I don't know why he always finds a dirty sock, gets shoved in his mouth. You can't take that sock away. And he jumps up on the bed, and he's so excited to see her. He is ready. Are you ready? Yes. All right. You know, actually, there's a song from 1991 that is, Are You Ready? There's a number of groups that have done this. But 1991, Are You Ready? by ACDC. I don't know if there's any ACDC fans out there. Or in 2018, Creed had a song, you know, Are You Ready? Are You Ready? I mean, sometimes Are You Ready? is an adventure in life. It's, you know, it's when you get ready to leave for college. You know, Are You Ready? As you stand at the edge of a mountain and you go rappelling. Have you been rappelling before? It's a lot of fun. You know, it's great jumping off a mountain. 
that's kind of crazy, but it's fun. Are you ready? And you just take that leap and you go. Are you ready? You know, I, I, got, I got my bag here. You know, are you ready? Are you ready? I was expecting a response. Are you ready? Oh, good. I'm glad you're ready. You know, are you ready? Let me tell you about Nurse Betty. Nurse Betty was the campus nurse at the seminary in St. Louis. And she was a sweet lady. You know, she'd been there, I don't know, since the seminary started, you know, a couple hundred and fifty years ago. And she was just a great lady. But I remember one of the times I went to get a shot, you know, I lift my arm up like that. And she says, are you ready, sweetie? And I'm thinking, why am I sweetie? But you know, it's Nurse Betty. So you just, it's Nurse Betty. And now, are you ready? And she goes, okay. And then she's going, one, two, three. And I can like, Nurse Betty, you've already stuck me in the arm, I'm thinking. And she goes, see, I'm done already. I'm like, oh. But I was ready. But thank you, Nurse Betty. Are you ready? You know, are you ready is a question that maybe somebody asked you, or maybe you're, or you're someone like me, that, you know, if we're going to go on a trip, I'm like, are you ready? Anyone like that? Kind of like, are you ready? And you're kind of like, you know, you're antsy because you're ready to go and they're not ready to go. Or maybe you, you have someone like me in your life and, and, and they're like, are you ready? And you're like, just chill, dude. It'll be okay. Another five minutes, it's not going to kill you. Of course, I'm thinking, yes, it is. I'm going to die in five more minutes. Are you ready? Man, you guys are just... This, I can understand if there's a daylight savings in the spring, you'd be short one hour. You've had an extra hour of sleep. Are you ready? Yes. All right, you're ready. That's good. Man. You know, are you ready? Are you ready really begins with one thing. Are you ready begins with this. Go. And go begins with one step. Go begins with one step. Taking that one step as we go. Bags are packed. We're ready to go. We're ready for the adventure of life. We're ready for whatever God has in store for us. Except for sometimes we're not ready. You know, that's kind of what we've discovered here in this text that Bob read just a little earlier from Acts. They talked about, are you ready? And we talk about, are you ready? Again, we talk about this vision of gather, grow, and go. You know, we've said, this is what we're all about here at Holy Savior. And I want you to say these words with me about this is what we're about. We've been working on this. This is part of our vision, that we are about growing in Jesus and sharing his love. Okay, it's on the screen, so now you can say it. Ready? Growing in Jesus, sharing his love. Yeah, we're about growing in Jesus and sharing his love. Are you ready to grow? Are you ready to share? Well, let's take a look at the text here, Acts chapter 8, verse 4, and let's read this together. The believers who were scattered went from place to place where they spread the word. They went from place to place, and they spread the good news of Jesus Christ, the good news of God's amazing grace and love, that God had promised Messiah came, that he lived for us, that he suffered and died for us, and that he rose again from the grave, that God's promise means that all of our sins are forgiven. The promise of God always being with us, always being a God that is for us. That's the word they spread. And it wasn't just they you know, spread that by opening their mouths, but also what they did, how they lived their lives. Now, were they ready? Well, you know, if you're honest, and if you kind of open a book of Acts later today in a nice sunny day like this, and you're sitting in the hammock or outside enjoying it, look a little earlier, and we find out they were not quite ready. In fact, they kind of hit their comfort zone. 
In Acts 2, you know, we read about, we had this text in early on in our vision series. Acts 2, they, they were gathering together on a regular basis, you know, in the temple. And they were, you know, fellowshipping and they were celebrating, you know, communion like we're going to do today. And they were in the word, they were studying the teaching of the apostles, and they were praying for each other and serving one another. You know, if anybody had any needs, they were meeting all of those needs. And it was so comfortable. Everything was so good. I mean, Peter, a few chapters earlier, preached this awesome sermon, and thousands of people came to faith that day and were baptized. That's pretty awesome. And so they were comfortable. It was a good thing. You know, they could gather together, they could be with each other. But that was not what Jesus had planned for his followers. Jesus had planned for his followers to go. And so Jesus didn't cause this, but he allowed this to happen and used what happened to move his people, to shape his people into a people that go. In fact, a short time earlier before these words here, where they were scattered and went, and basically they were forced to leave their home base and become missionaries, are the words that Jesus speaks in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. And let's read these words together. You will be my witnesses to testify about me in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. See, a few chapters earlier, they were comfy. You know, are you ready? Uh, kind of like some of you started out with, uh, I'm not going to say anything. Uh, they, they were comfortable. I don't know about you. Have you ever been so comfortable in your life that you just don't want to make changes? I can't tell sometimes with a mask if some of you are like agreeing with me or, or not. But right now, there's not a lot of head shaking. I'm like, come on. I know I'm the, I'm the only one that gets kind of comfortable. And I like change. And I like trying new things. But I also get comfortable in some ways. And God's people, they were comfortable. They, they, they didn't want to make any changes. And they were going, but they weren't going very far. They're just kind of staying safe. But that scattering that happened. And so let's talk about that scattering really quick here. You know, there was this guy named Saul. We know him as Paul. You know, he had papers, official papers from the church leaders in Jerusalem that he could go after those Jesus followers. And he could put them in prison and maybe even put them to death. That's exactly what happened to this guy named Stephen, the first martyr of the Christian faith. The word martyr, actually, this is where we get our word witness from. So the first witness, the first martyr of the Christian faith is this guy named Stephen. And they stoned him to death, likely with big stones, you know, and pummeled to death. And as he died, you know, he gave witness to God's amazing grace and love in Jesus, to the hope that he had. And after that, the persecution just swelled, and of course, God's people scattered. Ready or not, God sent them out. We hear similar words that Jesus says around the same time. This is right before his ascension. This is 40 days after his resurrection. Recorded in Mark's gospel and in Matthew's gospel. Mark talks about, you know, that they're going to go. And then in Matthew's gospel, we sometimes call that the Great Commission. He says, go and make disciples of all nations. And better probably translated is, as you go, Make disciples of all people groups. The word nations there is not nations like we think of like Mexico, United States, Canada, Poland, but all people groups. Go. And we've talked about this here in the past, and we bring this up again. Let's see if, you're, if your memories are working really well. Where is the mission field at? Yeah, right under our feet, wherever we are at. And so sometimes we don't have to go very far to be in the mission field. We talk about in our vision that we want to make a difference in the lives of people here in our community of Lincoln, Nebraska, and all over the world. 
And as we talk about what it means for us to go, it begins with what? There's a cheat sheet on the screen for you. It begins with what? One step. And sometimes that step is a tiny step, you know? And so one of the ways as we roll out this vision, we're going to talk about what it means for us to go and serve one another, serve our community, what it means for us to go and serve and, and to share the good news, to spread God's word, is we're going to think about it kind of like if you're going into water, you know? If you go into water, sometimes you go ankle deep. You kind of wade around the water just a little bit. It's safe. It's not too deep. You know, whether you're in a pool and you can't swim or you're like in um, Lake Alturas. That's what I think of. That was cold water. That was like frozen water in Idaho. But, you know, you, you step into this cold water, you know, and you're just going to wade into your ankles because it's cold, you know. Or maybe, you know, you're going to step in a little bit deeper and you're going to go waist deep. Or maybe you're feeling really brave and you're going to go neck deep. And as we think about what it means to go, we're going to talk about kind of that experience and those go opportunities that we have. But let me give you some examples so this kind of maybe begins to make some sense to you. Last Saturday, a week ago yesterday, we had our trunk or treat event. A number of you were there. Thank you so much for helping out. You know, we served like some 500, close to 570 people from our community. Probably more than that came through because they came through the other direction. We didn't count them. But 570 plus people came through. And we got to serve them. That's part of us going. We didn't have to go very far. We went to our parking lot, opened up our trunks. Some of us really decorated those trunks out, really cool. Some of us were a little bit more simple. But we were there. We passed out a lot of candy. I don't know how many pieces of candy did we pass out, Dale. A lot. A 55-gallon bill. bill worth of candy plus. A lot of candy. And we gave out hot dogs and, and chips. And it was great. It was easy. You know, we call that kind of an ankle-deep go because it, there wasn't a lot of commitment to that. It wasn't necessarily a high-risk thing. It's not like you really stepped maybe outside your comfort zone. You just got to sit there and visit with people and pass out candy. That's great. And we served our community. We made a difference in the lives of the people of our community. We talk about go. We could also talk about going, you know, kind of more like waist-deep. You know, waist-deep was a little bit more. You know, ankle-deep again, trunk or tree, ankle-deep. We talk about welcoming some refugees and a, and a family. You know, ankle-deep would be collecting some items for their house and, you know, leaving them here at the church, and then, you know, some of us would go and meet them. And so, waist deep would be the folks who say, well, you know what, I not only will gather some of my stuff, you know, or buy some stuff for these refugees, but I'm going to go meet them at the airport, and maybe meet them when they move into their new home. Now, that's kind of a waist deep. You know, a waist deep means it's a little more of a, you know, I'm going to go. I've already taken that first step maybe in being ankle deep. Now I'm going to go, and I'm going to be Waist deep. I'm going to go and it's going to be a little more of a commitment, a little more of a challenge. And of course, neck deep, neck deep, you're talking even more of a challenge. Neck deep means that when you hear about this polar mission trip, that maybe you say, you know what, it's time for me to, I've thought about it for a while. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to go. I'm going to pack my bags and say, I'm ready. I'm going to go. Neck deep is, is doing something like, you know, we have a missionary from our congregation. It started as a geo-missionary. Three-year commitment now is a five-year commitment. It's a career missionary. And, and Chelsea, you know, being over in the Czech Republic is not an ankle-deep go. That's not a waist-deep go. That is a neck-deep go. And some of us are not ready for a neck-deep, and that's okay. Whether it's because we've got young family, you know, and it's just not the right time for us. Some of us, just as we're in our faith, we're just saying, not ankle-deep yet, but maybe I've been doing ankle-deep for a while. Maybe I should venture out to the waist-deep. 
And so we want to create that opportunity where we can understand those opportunities for us to go and how we can at different levels be a part of the go of Holy Savior, that going into our community and into our world to make a difference in the lives of people in our community and our world. Are you ready? Oh, man. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm kind of helping be more like Rocky at 5.30 in the morning. And he's, you got to stand up and dance though, because he's dancing. Are you ready? I'm ready. None of you are dancing though. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> Tim is ready. Are you ready? Yes, we are ready to go. Whether we're going to go ankle deep, whether we're going to go waist deep, whether we're going to go neck deep, we're going to go. And the one thing we're going to go with that all of God's people have always gone forward with, every time they've taken a step in faith and went in his name, is to go with this God's presence, God's peace, and God's power. That's the promise our God gives to us. As we go, we go with the power of the Holy Spirit who sends us out to show and share the love of Jesus. One step. Let's go. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this amazing day. Lord, as you gather us here, Lord, as you grow us, Lord, we also pray that we are people who go. Lord, as we talk about going, we know that sometimes that going is just one small step, just ankle deep. Sometimes it's, it's way deep, Lord, and sometimes, sometimes, Lord, you're going to call us to go neck deep. We pray, Lord, that you help us, that we are people who are always on the go for you, that we see the world that we live in, whether we're here in Lincoln, whether we're somewhere else in the world, that the mission field is always right under our feet. There's always the opportunity to share your love with one another and with all others. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.